We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It is 721. Total information AM on KMOX on this Sunday morning. Good morning. I'm Scott Jagow, now joined by Michael Kelly and John Hancock. Of course, that was a reference to balloons, if you didn't get it. Luft balloons. Remember that song? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, I mean, this is, the, this is the story of the morning. They shot down that Chinese balloon. China is saying it strongly disapproves of this action. Uh, what are your thoughts about this? Let's start with you, John. Well, there's just so much we don't know. And uh, it's concerning. I don't think it's a coincidence that the thing drifted across uh, uh, several of our nuclear facilities, um, nuclear weapons facilities. Not knowing what this thing actually was, the, the one thing that, to me at least, stands out is this is a very overt, public, and aggressive display by China. And China is, in my opinion, our most significant global adversary. They're not, they're not an economic competitor. They're, they're an adversary, and they want to be the world's preeminent superpower, as we have been for many decades. And, you know, this is, I'm, I'm very concerned about this, and I want to know more. Michael, are you concerned, or is this much ado about nothing? Oh, how can you not be concerned? And the fact that China, uh, you know, is upset, who cares what China thinks? A um, couple of things, observations of the week. Number one, the president said shoot it down on Wednesday. The military said wait till it gets out over the, the ocean. It's uh, been uh, a little bit com- comical to watch the Republicans all this week uh, question why the president didn't notice this balloon like he sits in front of the radar and watches it himself. Um, why didn't shoot it down? It was a military call. They chose to do it at the last minute. And then it gave great fodder to a bunch of political irrelevance like the governor and the lieutenant governor of the state of Missouri who were tweeting about it like they could do anything. Um, it's unfortunate that these types of things happen. Uh, this is a real problem. I think the fact that the secretary of state's trip got canceled uh, takes this to a heightened new level as it should be. Uh, and I agree with John. I think uh, too often we have treated uh, China like our uh, competitor rather than our adversary, and uh, hopefully this will reposture that uh, that conversation going forward. Well, I don't think the Chinese government is dumb. Are they playing dumb here that this was a force majeure that had this uh, balloon? Because it was so low flying, there's no way you could miss it. I mean, it seems like well, a, it, a move, that, it, not a very good strategy. It could be um, that they were sending a signal, or it could be that it uh, truly is a rogue balloon that got out of control. I'm not sure I buy that. Um, but it's definitely sending a message um, to the United States that, that China wants to uh, test the limits. Uh, the fact that they didn't call uh, ahead of time and say, hey, we've got a rogue balloon going out should be an indication as well. That's a good point. John, I heard you wanting to speak. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, they're communists. They lie. They lie to their people. They lie to the world. They lie to the United States. I wouldn't believe a word they say. I mean, this was an overt, aggressive, militaristic move designed to be seen, uh, not just by the United States, but by the rest of the world. And it's it's serious. Let's move on to something local. Uh, There's talk in the legislature in Jefferson City about the state taking over the St. Louis Police Department. This is nothing new, but it's kind of ramping up. Uh, John, I'll begin with you. Is that a solution that makes sense to tamp down violent crime in this city? Well, I don't know that I would call it a solution. I think, you know, there's a lot more involved in a solution. Is it a, is it a step in the right direction? The answer is yes. The, the reality today is that the police department in the city of St. Louis is managed and controlled by people who want to defund them. They're managed and controlled by people that do not uh, appreciate the police force. They're managed and controlled by people that do not want to enhance the numbers of police officers on the street. So would a board appointed by the governor do a better job of managing that institution than the current leadership in the city? The answer to that is yes. And I hope it passes. I think it will. And I, it will help some. Michael? Yeah, this is an interesting conversation because I feel like John and I have switched roles. You know, the Republican Party has always been the party of local control of government. Um, And uh, the Democrats have usually looked to the larger government to weigh in. Uh, I I guess I am typically a fan of local control of government, particularly as it relates to policing. Having said that, Undoubtedly, we are in the midst of a crime uh, problem in the St. Louis area, which is not only affecting St. Louis, but is affecting the entire state as we're the economic engine for the entire state. Um, I think everything has to be on the table. Um, John spelled it out correctly. We have political leaders who are running an agenda who do not have a problem with this lawlessness. And it goes from the administration to the police department to the prosecutor. Um, and so I think all uh, options should be on the table. And uh, right now, I'm not sure I would oppose the effort for the state to take over the police department. I don't think you can overestimate the impact that this does have on people coming to St. Louis to get a job, immigrants coming here. We just did a story this week where the, the guy from the sociology department at SLU was saying, the crime perception is real to people who are thinking about making their next move where they want to plant their flag and live out the American dream. And they're like, Nope, St. Louis isn't safe. I mean, this is a serious problem from the national perspective. Well, I mean, you got, you got somebody that's somebody in Afghanistan that's living under the Taliban. It's uh, murdering people by the hour and they're too scared to move to St. Louis. That tells you something. Yeah, I think you couple that with the fact that this is killing us economically. You know, uh, the surrounding suburbs of St. Louis uh, typically have indulged in the fact that, um, you know, crime seems to be uh, specific to the city of St. Louis. Well, that's no longer the case. With the lawlessness in the city of St. Louis, we're seeing crime move. The consequences of that, and I've talked to local political leaders who are trying to woo business and economic opportunity to the region, Um, And quite frankly, the businesses, no matter what the incentive package is and what government locally can do for them, aren't dumb. They read the papers. They see the news. They know that we're the number one crime place in the the country. And as a result, they're choosing other places to go. So this is killing us economically as well. Uh, You know, Scott, I, I have season tickets to the Cardinal game. And for the first time last year, it was hard to give the tickets away to people. 
they would say to me, I'm not going downtown. It's dangerous. And when I would hear that 10 years ago, I'd kind of chuckle and say, come on, toughen up. But now I think it's a legitimate concern. I, I understand why people have those concerns. And this is killing our entire region. And this is no longer just a St. Louis City problem. It's all of our problem, including the state. Michael, John, I appreciate your perspectives on both national and local issues. We'll continue this discussion. Thanks for your time on this Sunday. See you, Scott. See you, right. buddy. Take care. It is 729. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.